This has been Sion Gripers. Phone number 718-339-6020. And cell 347-563-0951. Feel free to call and leave a message. So, Baruch Hashem, granting the winter time. And again, we always start with safety. And dealing with, make sure you dress warm. Warm clothes. So, it's at home. You should keep it at a nice temperature, of course. Uh, be careful. The cold weather right away is easier to get colds, easier to spread colds, etc. It's a little snow we had, ice, people slipping. Be so, so careful. You walk across the street, don't go back of cars, in front of cars. Watch how you cross it even a little more than usual. Especially at night, people don't see anybody. So it's very important to knock in the safety all the time in your house. Little things on the floor, et cetera, et cetera. Toys on the floor, little cars on the floor. Hot. A lot of hot drinks we have now, so be careful. Not to leave them on the counter, leave your hot water on the counter. There's a lot to think about, just knock it into our heads. The one who told me to speak about this was Rabbi Hamburger, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Miller since he was 13. And Rabbi also encouraged it. And again, we just saw the book, Rabbi Miller. And yeah, it's a tremendous book. shows how a person Hashem, stops certain things you shouldn't do. gives you openings many, many times to accomplish. And then we said, Neshama safety, important not to offend anybody, not to offend. Watch, watch what we say, watch what we do. It's so important. Become aware. Don't touch with someone, someone's desk, and don't look into someone's pockets. Don't, well, mommy, teacher, very careful. Do not offend anyone in your speech, in your actions, in your dress. And also, all my boss safety. Give up aim. It's the biggest thing, biggest thing. We spread the word. Give honor. Give honor to your mate. Give honor to your parents. It's very, very big. Give up aim. If a father could tell the children, give your mother honor. Give her that. And mother could tell the father, the children, give the father cover. When he comes and stand up, do this, do that. They could do it with each other. Biggest thing. And of course, do it by themselves, their own parents. Give up aim. People are give up. And usually, Marriages are better. And then we have all my boss safety we speak about. <clears throat> that a person has to know that is dealing with your own safety. Dealing with how you treat your mate. That's eternal, Red Miller said. You live with your wife in this world, and then in death, and then in eternity. And also deals, of course, with Kibabim, but in this world, the next world. We constantly mention about self-esteem. You got it so hard today. You could be in a, especially, you could be a student in a school, and if you don't get 90s, you get 80s, 60s, 70s, all of a sudden you feel terrible. And I'm not smart. Who said you're not smart? Because you don't get a you go get you get a sixty on a biology test. Come on, everybody. Or if you don't get a olive on a chumish test. 
Is he not smart? No. Doesn't mean it at all. If you try to put effort, it's 100% in Hashem's eyes. You knock into your head. You knock into the head of the children. That the stand, these standards of marks, these standards of... And so many, even, even people who act nicer, they might be, have that easier, nicer, calmer disposition. Many, many things. We don't know why. But to get down on ourselves because I can't act like him, I can't dive in like him, I can't get marks like him or like her. She just gets along with everybody. I don't. To not get, that's not the criteria. Your criteria is who you are. And there's stories and stories and stories of boys and girls. I know a boy was like getting 50s all the way through when he tried. And unfortunately, he didn't feel good about it, didn't feel so good about himself. And now he's married. And first one of his class, because he went beyond, he found his mokum, he found his place, but the parents and everyone kept encouraging, encouraging. And he's learning as much more than anybody else now. And a tremendous husband, too, I heard. So let's try to imbue on our children the effort, the effort in ourselves. You have effort in all areas from Midos. You know how important Midos is? The important areas of knowing Hashem's ways and learning His Torah through so many different means. Shaduchim. After they daven for each other, have to be talking, be talking. Just like Avramina had to be talking, the baby was going to happen. He got happy already. Like everyone at Bracha, including myself, everyone. Shaduchim needed. So let's get happy. Get happy. Shem talking. It's going to happen. Let me get happy. Get happy. Get happy. And then, Hosan Kala, so important. How about time we keep mentioning? You have to be Kala of 120. You know, a guy called me up last week and spoke to me about, about giving tidbits, little tidbits to your wife. So we spoke about it right away. He texts his lady. You're a whole big thing. A whole big thing. You. Shadeka's here, Shadeka's at work, and came home that night, he said, it was a different lady. A different lady. Chasanakala, Chasanakala. Start now. With your husband, little tidbits, little tidbits, and wife, little tidbits, and I tell you, you can do it for your children too. Now, someone gives his children notes, and they have them, and now they're married, they have them. These are kindling of, of love you have for each other, and for one's children, for one's parents. We see, though, in this week's Pasha, how <clears throat> even the downtrodden, these are the most beloved. It says, when Yaakov went to meet Esav, he had a, broke up his family into three. One, Shabachos, those are the slaves, the maidservants, and then Leah and her children, and Rachel, and Yosef. So it seems like Yaakov was great. He knew so how can my beloved, because my beloved, the others had more. So it's Ray Yecheskel and others too spoke similar, similarly, that the first line was the Shvachos. So slaves, maidservants, and the children. Because they were near daf, downtrodden and shamed. Which means they they were a little put down a little bit, and they were downtrodden. We're not we're third group, so called. And for whatever reason, 
that understanding that they're down trying to, Hashem loves them the most. Yaakov Avinu knew they're going to be protected more than anybody else. They're going to be protected big time. <clears throat> and Leah and her children were also called Ushvachos. No, and they're going to be protected too. Yaakov Avinu knew they're going to be protected too. Down trying to protect it. Joseph, they were beloved. A little more. A beloved. So, Yaakov, they needed the most protection. So it's fascinating what we see here, that downtrodden are a beloved and love from Hashem. So things are kind of rough sometimes. And Panasa, and rough sometimes at work, rough sometimes at school, rough at home, rough here, whatever it is, and if you're a little downtrodden, Hashem is with you at that moment. He loves you to no end at that moment. That's the time to open the door, open the door. We went to somebody, a little muscle the other day. <clears throat> A man, a big surgeon, who was ahead of a whole group. And he had to go for an hour to do some work, but he said, knock on my door if you need me. He set someone in charge. An hour later, he came back. The whole house, the whole place was a mess. Some, some, some patients died. It was like a whole uproar. And then he asked the head, the guy he put in charge, what happened? Oh, I tried my, I really tried my best. I tried my best. I tried my best. I, I tried, but this was happening. He goes, but I just told you, just knock on the door. So Shem's telling us, knock on the door, knock on the door. We have to knock on the door. And <clears throat> now we have to know uh, the Creator is with us. And we mentioned Last week, a little bit how to get a little touch with our own reality, even with being downtrodden in many different ways. But to look at also the gifts we have. It's a little build up, build up, build up as we continue our middle of the Ten Commandments of Marriage. And we spoke about the chasen and, and poor person. Like three weeks already, we're going to knock it in, knock it in. Poor person goes to a chasana, goes to a wedding, and he can't give the chasana anything. And he, everyone comes in, the poor person's sitting there. But all of a sudden, one person gives the chasana a nice watch, and the poor person runs over to the chasana, to the groom, and says, Wow, that watch is from France, and the diamond's from Switzerland. Newark's technology, wow. And the chasana's going, wow. And the next gift is a Shabbos cover. Oh, this is from poor man. says to the chasana, oh, that's not a trail And gold, real gold trimmings. Then he gives him another gadget. Whoa, newest technology, newest this, newest that. Every gift, the poor man's going wild. And the chasen's going, wow. Ramila said the biggest gift is from the poor person because he gave daya, das, recognition, recognition, a chush, a feeling, a real feeling of what you have. The biggest gift we can give ourselves and to others too. But we have to get into ourselves. Usually you're getting into yourself, you don't have to speak too much. The others will get it. Tell someone to have appreciate what you have is not going to work so much. But for yourself, not appreciate is, is a cheap word. It's more like a chush, a feeling, a, a love. If a person could, we mentioned, to wake up in the morning, you had a warm house, everyone, this morning. Think about it. It doesn't happen all the time with everybody in the world. All of a sudden, do it every day. You appreciate even though you're tired. And then you take a deep breath, and you see, and you hear, and you're able to move, and you go to the sink, and 
the hole when you have family in the house, people around, and friends. All of a sudden, wait a second, look at my gifts. I just woke up, and you're still tired. You're still grumpy. You're still dragging. You're still feeling, ugh. Just keep knocking, knocking it in every morning. It's called Deya Das, recognition walks. And you get up, and you get dressed, and you have some nice shirt. That's a nice shirt, nice dress. And you get ready. And you're able to move. Your arms are moving. Your legs are moving. Who said anything should move? We we decided that this leg goes first. This leg goes second. No. And then if you have your coffee in the morning, the taste buds. The taste buds make any sense, everyone? Makes no sense whatsoever. We should taste anything. Do I be tasting? Maybe. Shem is giving you pleasure. Pleasure because saying, <clears throat> recognize me. Thank, thank, thank me. No, I'm here. Knock on that door. Thank me, thank me. No, I'm here. No, I'm here. And you close your eyes, open your eyes. It doesn't make sense. We should see and hear particular sounds beyond speech of the vocal cords. We should be saying duff for about a million years. Why did vocal cords come into speech? Does it make any sense? The whole breed, the whole miracle of life. But knock it in. And you walk in the safe streets. Or you get up children, you wait for the bus. It's usually safe. This is not so simple. Thanks for the safety, along with the, the miracles. And if you want to look at the miracles, continue with the trees and the, the grass and the birds and the chemicals in the air are perfect. Knock it in. Have a day of walk for the first five minutes. Your whole day will be different. Recognize your gifts. Recognize your gifts. People have family. Chaz are over. Go back to the beginning. Thank you for this child. Thank you for that child. Thank you. And then that was difficult with them sometimes. But no, this is your gift. This is, you'll see, we'll talk a little later. This is your opportunity. This is your arm. What do I do? What do I do? That's why how we act and what we say is like crucial. Same with a mate. You both got married. You got married with the right intentions. So you have to rekindle. We'll talk more. Rekindle. This is my gift. This is my gift. I have to give tidbit to my gift. I have to be double melech to my gift. I have to be the, the lady of all time for my husband. All of a sudden, but we have gifts. Recognize the gifts. It becomes a whole different life. And eventually, you see, you have work. Work is hard. But work, a lot of it is a big, big test. You step back after work, you see you were tested, and you, you're, you're covered, you know, ruts on everything went against your ruts on the, <laughs> You were tested in that area, and you were tested in Kina, he has this, she has this, tested. You work on it, work on it. No, my covered, no, my covered has to be through Hashem. And look how much I have. So he has something else, he has this. My children don't, the class don't behave. My boss gives me a hard time. Go over and over and over. Maybe you have to knock on the door more, but don't forget your gifts. And all of a sudden you look back, you see the bumps also have major, major meanings. Years and years go by, you'll see, and you work on it. A person could work and form a strength, a molding of the mind. And it becomes a different world, a different world. And as we realize the gifts, it mentions also in our Blaber Victor in the middle of Sefer, with all the miracles, it was everything, lightning, thunder, 
the most minuscule cell go over and over in your brain. The miracles are miracles. It's only a sliver, a splint of Hashem's wisdom and power. Do you know what we're dealing with? With Hashem, the G-O-D, the Creator? We're really saying that Hashem does everything is weak. The power beyond powers. Only a sliver how much we're talking about now. A sliver. So we're dealing with, uh, we're so fortunate. The power could change chemicals, can change things, can change the path a person goes, to uh, keep a thought in someone's head to make them do this. We have so much in our in ourselves, in our davening, so much power to connect. Someone told me the Shabbos, he thought of those thoughts and when he was davening during Shabbos, he always asked himself, I want more Kedusha, more holiness on Shabbos. That's what I heard you're supposed to get. I feel nice and it's definitely a, a Shabbos is great. So he told me, he asked for Kedusha, he asked for it. And he's following this path and all of a sudden he felt when he's saying the words. Wow, Shem's giving me vocal, the words are coming out. Now it's a word just to thank you. My mind's working only to thank you. He told me a whole different dominant. He felt elevated, elevated, elevated with this connection. That's a little beginning, a little beginning <clears throat> that a person has to, from this, create his world and realize, put yourself, put those pats in the backs. Everyone listening, I know four or seven people out there doing work day and night, day and night. Put that pat on your back. Go over, you're tired, try to get a little break once in a while, but go for it. And you, with all that we have, why me? Hashem gives, and He gives you. And we're part of the people. And He gave us a Torah, he gave us a way to, a manual to life. And we can create our situation, not let create situations create us. You can walk to your home with this idea I'm somebody. When I walk in, no matter what comes at me, I'm going to help. My job is to help and to fix and make it better. Husband comes home for a hard day. You're going to hear a grump sometimes. And yet, no, no, my job is, my job is, I'm going to try. Try those tidbits. I'm going to try. My job is to, to cure, to heal. It's a whole different thing because you have matana. Shem gave you matana. Gave you gifts and gifts. And strengths and strengths that he can, he can do anything for you. And that leads us into the commandment dealing with don't say mean words, don't say the word get. That what happens is he, if a person starts breaking down what we broke down just now over and over, hopefully it'll be a foundation not to say mean words. Years and years go by, and the person can see yelling, see mean words of the same thing. You never pick up your socks. You're always late. Gosh, for some person says, I'm a single mama. And it goes, guy's working, you know, 8, 18, 12 hours a day. Or whatever it is. But every time a person says the word get or mean words, it, it plants seeds, seeds. And today it's even harder. 
because she lives in such a sensitive, you know, I think against your rods on your will, you can't take. We're very sensitive. And we hear all around the Nebach, the word divorce and the word emotional abuse. Everything we hear and everything clicks, clicks at the wrong time. So a person comes in, a person, and the idea of yelling and putting the other down. And it happens Nebach day after day where the other person knows, everyone knows. So this method is definitely not working. We have to think, 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 think. I'm half the tide. There's ways. We have to think. When parents to a child, one parent is giving it to a child, even in a constructive way. The other parent has to be careful to join in because that person could take and destroy that way. One parent has to keep quiet. Someone told me the other day he was quiet. His wife asked him, so how come you're quiet? How come you didn't back me? He said, I didn't want to destroy the, the child. And later on, went to the child and said, listen, it's not the way you talk. Whatever it is. So you have to realize, never, 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 don't say mean words. Like I said, even today, a uh, constructive statement could be, you know, maybe we can do this or we'll get ready before Shabbos. So that's you're saying to the mate, you know, I'm always late. You don't like the way I do things. And that's the way we interpret them for them. This is the psychology. The other way around, too. That say to the husband something about something, and he says, what do you want from me? It's it's an issue. That a person, even though we hint at even something constructive, it can be taken very, very negative. You don't like the way I do things. You don't like the way this and that. Even though you thought you were constructive. So therefore, uh, the yelling gets down to the terms of even speaking. Very, very careful today. And many people say, you never do this. You always do this. You never listen. Over and over, I mean never. Someone heard this said the other day, said to me, his wife said, you always, you never. And then he was he caught her. I never, I, and he was able to explain the word never. You know, he, he said he was sorry, but I don't know, it's never? Always? And for some reason, well, she understood that. I go, you're right. It's, she was upset, but not at the, the beginning of time. And <clears throat> he was, uh, unfortunately, some places back and forth. That's also a big issue. Because if, if children see it or feel it, you're destroying. It's like the foundations of the building are shaking. If one person gets excited, the other person tries to saw you, keep quiet, or you know whatever it is, but say I'm wrong. So they see mommy's upset today, or papa's upset today. They were big people, like even decided between them, husband and wife. If I'm upset about something, or I get angry, you you be quiet, you calm down. Or if you do, I'll come. We have to, can't join in on back and forth, back and forth. What happens is destructive for yourself. This goes back to your own self. To work on your own control. Own control. Your own control. I'm talking the impossible sometimes, right? 
we know that sometimes the emotions are out of whack, the hormones are out of whack, the money situation is out of whack. It's such a stressful day at work. So these things, if we can step back a little bit and try to catch ourselves, which is very hard, you walk in, bang, something, something called ticks you off, it's all over. So to be able to do, see, retrospection is looking to yourself as one thing. But we have to work beforehand on this whole idea of knowing your gifts, knowing who you are, knowing what you have to do. And you constantly work and work in everyday situations. For example, a person comes to the house, kisses the mezuzah, and asks Hashem for help, and says, I want to be numb. Numb. Constantly give a wild example. Paro being bombarded with the 10 markets, but this Rabbi Chaya says he was... He was numb. He's like, nothing's going on. Some of these guys are walking out, it's numb. Numb means because of It's calmness. At least let the seichel, the mind control. Husband too, and wife too. And again, you're coming in to create. Think before, create the situation. Get out the broom. Get out the little tippet for your husband. Go full time, full, full steam ahead. Someone called me uh, months ago. She was saying she was part of the problem because at some point, I had trouble having children. Which is a <clears throat> with couples have trouble in that area. It's they're both sadikim. It's the hard, one of the hardest areas to to succeed at. It's hard, husband and wife. And you have to understand your wife and understand your husband, and they should never blame each other. And this is hard. But she told me years and years, and I was always on the husband's mind. And, Fault and etc. And eventually she tuned off a little bit. Now she realizes I tuned off. Now he's turning off, and I'm. So she's gonna get back. Whose fault? What fault? I don't know. Shalom b'nei Shalom comes first before wrong or right. So we have to catch ourselves. Catch ourselves today, today, today. The mean words. I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna really work on the mean words. Let them pass over. And. That'll be probably another talk. But the mean words, I'm going to control. The mean words, the mean words, the always, the nevers. You did this, you did that. It's very, very crucial that somehow, so what do you mean if I control myself? I'm going to get an ulcer, I'm going to hold it in, and that's going to be worse. No, you don't hold it in. You need someone to talk to. You need a mentor, a rabbi, someone you can talk to who's objective will help direct you if you have that you're not going to be tense you, you'll control at the moment you know how to do that big business nail you know how to control big moments uh, many well have big moments that we control with local husband and wife in the family it's uh, familiar and it's the most most loved and the most emotional so to say uh, to your oneself, let me review my gifts. Let me review. I'm a 24-7 person. And I'm always trying. And Shem gave me strength to keep trying. Now instead, my coming to the house and I see things a lot of whack. Instead of yelling, I'm going to say, wow, it's good to see everybody. Business is booming. Husband comes home. You feel like, wow, great to see you. Instead of saying you're late for the who knows what time. 
And we have to see to get, look into it, look into the mate. Sometimes you get a husband who also goes right on the couch. Like, oh, that's like the worst for a lady. But if that's what her husband seems like he needs, maybe after a while she goes, listen, she says to him, you, you take the half hour, 15 minutes, then we're going to get. Even though she feels I worked the whole day and he was, I don't know what the whole day, even though he's working, she feels differently. She worked much harder. Probably true. But how am I going to deal with it? I know, I think once Big Rebison told me this, that in a car with somebody who was complaining and gave it a little advice, just listen to the husband. Listen, listen. Instead of going and giving him upschlugs and telling him do this, do that, or maybe this advice, just listen. And after a while, listening to his, letting it out a little bit, and, wow, it's hard, whatever it is. We do it to other people. We listen very, very well Well, sometimes. A whole new husband happens. The wife, too, she lets it out, lets it out a little bit. If she blames, she, even though she made the, you think she made the mistake, she blames you, okay. <laughs> the Shem's sending everything. This is uh, easier said than done. We could talk a big talk, but all of a sudden the wife gives a zet. It's the wife, not a Shem. Her husband gives a zet, but it's, it's all a Shem. It's all a Shem. It's all a Shem. It's all a Shem. So the more we get in tune a little bit, again, we constantly tell, constantly say that Akash Baruch with the Chesed, Chesed, Chesed we're getting, and look at your gifts, 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 and look at what you're doing, doing to serve Hashem. You're trying, trying, trying. When you're a little downtrodden, you know Hashem, Hashem, Hashem is there. He's there. He's there. He's there. Knock on the door. Knock on the door. And do what you have to do. Think of new ways. Always work on yourself. Always work on giving. Someone told me, Rabbi Miller told this person years ago, give people encouragement. Look at Emerson, and this man told me he's after like 40 years of doing this. Every person, you can see something good. Every person, you can see something good. And he owns in on it. The other person knows he's holding in on something true. So holding on the gun on your mate, holding on the gun on your husband, holding on your children, holding on the gun on your parents, even your siblings with each. Honing on the good, honing on the good, honing on the good. It works sometimes, honing on the good, the, the bosses smilers, the teachers or students smilers. That's a, again, honing, honing, honing. Your job is to fix and to help and to build. Nice in theory, but we can work on it step by step. A little more and more you can encourage each other seeing the good in people. There's so many good people out there. And you're all included big time. So let's try to work on ourselves a little bit. It's hard, it's hard. But a lot of it is what you call preventive medicine. Before we get to the point where I can't take it anymore. Or spend this too, I can't take it. Before we get there, there's like a million steps before. A creative, a, a mindset, a mindset with yourself of, again, the chesed, the gifshav, also, again, also the accomplishments you've made, you're making. Everybody, everybody, from person who learns olive base, a person who learns uh, the guns, everything, to being an angry person to a, 
The angry person could be less or less angry. You never know. Rabbi used to tell a story. You go to a shul and you see a quiet person in the corner, sweetest guy, you know, the person grumpy <clears throat> all the time. So Rabbi used to say, who's going to get the a higher row in the, in the next world? All in my boss. You never know. Could be the grump. If he didn't have Torah, didn't have what he had, he'd be, oh, knows what he was doing. You, you wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley. But the other person, so therefore he's getting he's big rewards for his control. Whatever you do to control and work on yourself is big time, everybody. If you get to know yourself a little bit, it's a little bit of progress. It's worth it. The other time, the quiet person, he's such a good disposition, he could have walked around in peace and made other people happy, so he's in the corner. So maybe he didn't take advantage of what he had. So with us too, look at yourself, look at your mileage, your, your good, good, good points. Go over and over it. Thank the Abishta. Thank the Abishta what you have. And know Abishta, everything we think is only a sliver of the greatness, 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 greatness. And we're connected, we're connected. Forever and ever. So everyone should have your shoes, your foods, your children, Shalom Benayim, husband and wife, parent, children, children, parents, children, children, work and boss and Work, everybody, every. Let's work, 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 work on the seeing the boss above, on getting, getting, getting along with others. That's what he wants. Getting along with others, and then we'll see whatever we have. It's downtrodden. The gonna pick us up, and you just have to ask too. Sometimes you feel a little bit, and you tried every method to get yourself out of the rut. Go, Shem, Shem, pull me out. Pull me out. And you'll see miracles. This has been C. Young Griper, 718-339-6020. Cell 347-563-0951. Please call, leave a message. And we're a team. We're all trying to help each other. Everyone, again, should have a slokharaba and rukhnias and gashmias.